0: Welcome to Big Business with Sarah, the show for experienced entrepreneurs who want to grow their impact and income through value-based outputs. Are you a freelancer or a small business owner with 10 to 20 years of work experience? And is it finally time for you to reap the fruits of your labor and to recreate the business you will love? My name is Sarah Birkenkamp, and I'm helping you every Thursday to take your dream business closer to reality. Do not forget to subscribe to my show and catch every episode. Welcome to episode 17 of Big Business with Sarah. Thank you so much for listening. And today we're going to talk about my eight productivity hacks. And I love talking about this um, because, you know, I, I love to be finding new ways to be at my most productive because my time is valu- very valuable and yours is too. And before we start, I want to talk about we are opening um, this week or last week we opened the mastermind and it's starting next week. And there's only a few spots left and I would love for you to join me. A mastermind is really about. Connecting with other entrepreneurs and with me, obviously, and working on creating your impeccable offer, really getting those income goals, whether it's 5k, 10k, 20k, 30k, um, maybe even more um, per month. Uh, I'm here for you and I'm ready for you to take on that next step. So just a few spots left. You can find everything, all the information in the, the description here. So, and I've also created a free download for you. It's called the Productivity Checklist. And this will be additional to the advice that uh, I'm giving you here today. So it's um, eight steps in becoming more productive and very much looking forward to start with the first one. Step one, I tend to focus on my targets every day so I have three every quarter I've created uh, three goals so actually at the the beginning of this year I created a sort of business plan but a fun business plan for myself and I decided to have bigger plans and then I would have smaller plans and I would divide them in the quarters of the year so every year has four quarters obviously and I have three goals per quarter and uh, those bigger goals, those small goals, all leads to bigger goals, of course. And those are my year goals. <laughs> and actually creating that um, quarter goals really gives me a lot of, of confidence. And I will talk more about that in the third point, actually. But to create those three goals is really going to help you also focus on what you have to do every day it really helps me. So for instance, when I'm kind of wandering off or when I really want to take a break or anything, then I can think, you know what, I already worked on my three goals today, so I I can actually take a walk or, you know, go outside. For instance, that's something I would love to do right now because it's great weather. And uh, I will do that after recording these podcasts. So that's the first step. then the second step is having a morning routine this is something that i have recently picked up on and i actually love doing it so you've heard everyone talk about their miracle morning and everything or i don't know like people who are taking hours and hours to prepare before (laughs) before they can go actually to work but what i love to do is just take five to ten minutes Put on some music that that I'm in the mood for. Sometimes it's, I don't know, jazzy lounge. Sometimes it's soft pop music. Sometimes it's some sort of Ibiza lounge. I don't care. Whatever you're in the mood for. Classical music. Uh, light, maybe a candle, maybe a candle with a lovely scent. Um, And I have a little basket I've created for myself with all different kinds of journals, exercises, a blanket, uh, some favorite things. And I'm calling it my love basket. Um, It's a little bit of self-love basket. And I'm just currently really focusing in journal- on journaling and specifically on gratitude. Because I'm noticing that when I'm grateful for everything that I have in my life, then a lot of things will come to me as well. I, I like that energy. It's just something I really love to do and it's helping me focus on the day. And I'm also writing down my daily goals Well, so I actually already know them because um, my third advice is when I'm planning things, I am always writing down days, weeks or monthly plannings. So for instance, and they are all um, going towards those quarterly goals. And this gives me a lot of confidence. So for instance... I remember in my first quarter uh, of this year, our first quarter of this year, I was really thinking oh, I should work with Facebook ads and I should, you know, get more leads in. Well, actually I wrote it down as a goal for uh, quarter number 2. And while I was all the time thinking yeah, Facebook, I, said, I I didn't want to do it because I knew that, you know, that was part of my quarter number 2 goal. So I It gave me a lot of confidence. It also made sure that I wasn't distracted by, you know, quick ideas. No, I was trusting my own uh, own planning and my own process. So, you know what? No, um, the Facebook ads will only happen from April on. And actually now I'm running them a little bit, you know, trying to see how it works, if it works for me. But so, you know, that gives you a lot of confidence. And so if you have written down those three quarterly goals, you can also write down monthly goals This can be goals like client goals, maybe money goals, um, maybe content goals, I don't know, Uh, and then weekly goals, so I am writing down every week, so at the end of every week. I'm reviewing my week. I'm, I'm looking at what I did and what I'm proud of. And then for the next week, I'm looking at, okay, what should we do? How can we make this better? How can I let my uh, business be the business that I want even you know one step closer? So that's something I'm, all, I'm, I'm used to, used to do it on Thursday or Friday. And then on Monday, I am reviewing it again. But most of the time, that weekly planning is good. And then of course, every day, because I already planned every day, the whole week, I'm looking at it and yeah, that's how I work. And it works really great for me. Sometimes, of course, there's, there's days that I'm thinking, oh, I really don't feel like, I don't know, hopping on a sales call. I mean, I always do that, but maybe I don't feel like talking to a lot of people. So then I won't do that and I will create constant content, for instance, but it gives me some sort of framework and I'm, it's not like, hmm, I don't know what to do today. So that was the third tip. Then the fourth tip I want to share with you is eliminate as much meetings as possible. So uh, I tend to do meetings currently only if if it's a hyper-focused meeting. So I want really to have some sort of checklist at the end of each meeting that I am doing right now and I just want everybody to... Uh, For instance, with my team, I really want everybody, okay, let's do this, this, this. How can we change this, this, this? And then that's it. You know, we're not really... I mean, of course, we can talk about personal stuff, but I tend to not do that too much because um, I am using my time, but also others' time. I want to use it well because I think time is so so important, actually. So, for instance, with my team, I'm mostly using Slack. um, And it's fine, they can... Answer me within forty eight hours. It doesn't even have to be, you know immediately, if there's really an emergency, I'll call them, but most of the time it's not because I uh, have a good planning. <laughs> Sometimes it happens still, but I'm really trying to not have it too too many times. And then I also have, uh, you know, for instance, when I want to talk to uh, a possible client or someone within my network uh, that, for instance, I'm helping. I am planning in 30-minute meetings and I'm planning those in Calendly and that's automatically connected to my Zoom. So my um, the people that want to have the meeting with me, they can just really easily click, see my calendar and then click in the meeting and um, it's booked. So that really has, I mean, changed my life is really, <laughs> really big. <laughs> but I mean, it has really made my life a lot easier. Eliminate meetings and create all those meetings using Calendly. Um, then the fifth step that I want to talk about is eliminate unnecessary processes. So for instance, reading your emails every time an email comes in, please stop doing that. I mean I know it's exciting getting those new orders in, but it's also fine for you to read those at the end of at the beginning and at the end of the day. Once a day, twice a day, maybe. And for instance, I am supporting my clients twice a day. So it's not that I'm online the whole time. So when they put in a message, yes, of course, I've seen it. Maybe I've put off my, uh, turned off my notifications. But you know, twice a day, I want to check in and see if there's any questions for me. And that really creates a lot of ease in my head. The sixth tip that I want to share with you, three more to go, is that I have, I think, relatively automated a lot of processes quite quickly in the business that I'm in. So as I told you before, the Calendly link uh, really helps me. Uh, But also my client enrollment is completely automated. And I am also using an app called Zapier to have my systems communicate. And this also, I don't want to say that this has changed my life, but it made my life a lot, lot easier. I don't like to do tasks that I think that I shouldn't do. This sounds a little bit harsh, or, but really try to think of um, things that you're doing all the time. So for instance, customer service, is that really something you have to do all the time? Um, write out, how do you say it, invoices? Is that really something that you have to do or is, are those are there ways to automate that and the seventh tip I want to give you is imagine if you have you know clients coming to you and it's actually you have too much work I want you to think about maybe instead of denying or rejecting the client I want you to think of sub- subcontracting your work I have done this for years now so when I was I've had as a freelance so I was a freelancer before this so I had a lot of you know ups and downs um, both in being busy or uh, getting income and I wanted to kind of create a more uh, stable income and that's why I have this group of freel—had this group of freelancers around me that I knew that I could call them, or they would call me sometimes to subcontract. So how does it work? I take on um, a client, and parts of the work I am delegating to someone else. It's very important to have a, a decent contract with that person. And it's also a very good idea to talk about this with your clients because they would they would want to know. Or you can maybe put it in, in your agreement that you don't have to check that with, with them. It doesn't really matter how you do it. It's just something that you could help you um help that client better. So subcontracting is also really a way to become more productive. Same goes, for instance, if you're a coach and you have many coachees, maybe support coaches can help you and your business. And then the eighth productivity hack is really... Communicate well with your team. Be very clear and have as least checks as possible in your in the processes that you've made. So you've processed a lot of things. Um, for instance, for me, this this process of having this podcast, I am recording my podcast. My producing is helping me produce, make it all sound very nice and well. Then a video editor in my team helps me. Uh, creates the videos on and put, puts them on YouTube. Uh, I am putting the audio files on Buzzsprout and then my copywriter is writing a blog post uh, and that goes on my website and then I am creating lead magnets or my virtual assistant is creating lead magnets, putting them into ConvertKit. And there's all these different kinds of processes. I mean, I can't, I, I don't want to bore you with all these things, but we know exactly what to do. Of course, in the beginning, it's a little bit rusty. And you're like, hmm, how does it work? And it was a little bit busier on Slack when I was launching this podcast. Of course, because it's something new. But in the end, right now, I don't have any problems with this anymore. My team knows exactly what, I'm, what I want from them. And so it works. So that will also help you save a lot of time. So those are my eight productivity hacks Focus on your target every day. Number one. Number two is having a morning routine. Number three, planning things ahead. Number four, eliminate all meetings. Number five, eliminate unnecessary processes. Number six is automate quickly. Seven, subcontract. And eight, be very clear in your communication to your team. And you can download the productivity uh, checklist for free. You can find it in the description and you can actually still subscribe to my mastermind of the big business. I'm very much looking forward to welcoming you there and working with you on, for instance, your productivity, because we have a huge module actually on this and I'm sharing all my systems with you, how it exactly worked, my, works, my standard, rating, standard operating procedure, Procedures, sorry. And all different kinds of templates that I'm using to make my business much easier. And I want to share and end the episode with a quote. It's coming from Kim Kardashian. And she's saying, if you put that effort in, you'll get what you want. And with that quote, I want to end episode number 17. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to share, subscribe, sp- subscribe and rate this podcast.